Welcome back to Entertainment Talk. Today I'm here to do another film review. This is going to be for the 2017 war film called Dunkirk, directed by one Christopher Nolan, who did the uh, the Dark Knight trilogy, Inception. Uh, he worked on uh, Tenet last year, was the director of that, and uh, made this film as well called Dunkirk. Those are some of the recent examples of uh, of Christopher Nolan films. Um, I'll give this a must-see. I think this is really, really good, really, really top tier in terms of um, war films. I think there's a, there's a couple of little things here and there maybe that don't possibly work, but none of them is kind of niggly sort of little things. Um, but uh, overall, I think this is a really, really good cinematic experience. I think both in terms of visuals and audio design, because, you know, I've I've talked before about how I'm not really a visuals type person, but when you combine the two... And you pull them both off really, really well in terms of audio and visual uh, d- designs. They can, those two elements can kind of help each other quite well and really lead to a very, very good cinematic experience. Which is what I feel Dunkirk is, is doing here very, very well. So uh, I really, really enjoyed that aspect. Um, in terms of, for me, with Christopher Nolan films... Um, I really, really enjoyed the Dark Knight trilogy. You know, some of the best comic book films that have been made, especially the second one, Dark Knight, with Heath Ledger's Joker and Christian Bale's Batman. Inception, I didn't really get at the time. Maybe, I, I feel like I should do a rewatch and a podcast follow-up maybe for Inception. I'll I'll keep that in mind as uh, something to, to consider because I, I did review Tenet last year when it came out in September. When cinemas were were open, if we remember those, um, I wish I'd have seen this in the cinema in 2017. I can't remember why I didn't see it. I can't remember all that way back as to why I didn't specifically watch it at that time. But it's great. It's really, really great. And it's interesting when you look at Christopher Nolan and those four different films I mentioned, because you got comic book superheroes with Batman and the Dark Knight trilogy, got war films told from different perspectives with Dunkirk. Well, not different perspectives, different angles of the of the fight. Then you've got the timey-wimey mystery sci-fi stuff with Inception and Tenet. And then you've got, um, yeah, you've got those four things. So the timey-wimey stuff with uh, Inception and Tenet. Then you've got the war stuff with with Dunkirk. And then you've got comic book superheroes with uh, Christopher Nolan. I've come to the conclusion, this is just my personal opinion. It's, just, just, it's the only one I'm here to talk about, really. Um... I think Christopher Nolan is good when things are a bit more grounded. Uh, in 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 this with Dunkirk, I think he's good at doing that, and just simple kind of war stories. Uh, I'm saying simple isn't putting anything down. Uh, you know, he does a very very good job with what he's got here. Uh, I think he does a very good job with comic book storytelling with with uh, the Dark Knight trilogy, some of the most critically acclaimed comic book films in there, especially the Dark Knight. I don't think he's very good at the timey wimey mystery sci-fi stuff so if he's going to be making future films which i'm guessing at one point he'll make another film um i'd like him to stick to doing grounded storytelling that's not to say he can't do a sci-fi mystery timey-wimey kind of thing um i just would prefer if it was better pulled off than inception and uh, and tenet uh, which is interesting because inception is some one of the most critically acclaimed films i've heard people talk about when they talk about really great like sci-fi films and things um they do often bring up inception i do think it's a bit i I remember watching at the time and having like not high expectations but thinking it would be really really good and uh it didn't meet kind of my expectations for that but again i don't really remember inception massively well so i might need to go back and rewatch it now that i'm a bit 
older and that kind of thing as well so that might have been the issue but uh, no I think what he's done here with Dunkirk uh, I'm going to keep this spoiler free by the way uh, there's there's some spoilery things that happen you know people die because it's war um, but I'll, I'll keep it spoiler free for this one but uh, I think the different perspectives that he gives because essentially you've got now I'm not going to say what happens to these people I'm just going to say what you kind of got going on you've got these spitfire planes you've got the view of those guys that are up there in the air that are shooting at each other and stuff you've got this one particular little boat crew and then you've got um what is it you've got kind of these you, you end up with almost two at certain points because you've got kind of the captain and stuff and uh he's you've got a view with him like sort of on the docks what well, not on the dock sorry um at the seafront I suppose you could kind of call it if that's where you want to say that um and then you've got the, the the majority of the soldiers all in one kind of big group sometimes the captain and the soldiers are all in one place together or sort of in the same place together and then you've sort of got they they people people get separated and moved about in this film quite a lot uh, in terms of stakes I thought this film was really really good I did feel the the tension especially in a few particular scenes um, there's a lot of different attempts to sink certain boats, which is a typical kind of, you know, war strategy. If your enemy is in a boat and you can make holes in that boat, you will shoot it and try to fill it up with water and drown your opponent. It's, it's, it's a pretty basic kind of thing. But, uh, even with basic ideas like that, there's one particular scene I can think of. All I'm going to say is there's some holes put into a boat with a lot of men. In there. I'm not going to say who lives, who dies, whatever, but that's one kind of thing that happened. That was a really, really intense scene, and, you know, one of them was talking about, like, covering up the holes and stuff, and they can't quite sort of do it. I thought that was great. Um, I think in terms of, um, like I said, visual and audio design, I think this film is fantastic. I really like seeing, um, when you got to the Spitfire planes, the perspective there, and sometimes it was a little bit in first person, sometimes it was, like, um, as if the camera was directly on the side of the of the plane looking into the into the cockpit cockpit sorry i thought that was really really good and you could kind of because when the camera was placed there and the camera does this little rattling and stuff that's because what that's how that plane is built it is very rattly and you can obviously hear that and you can sort of see it as well you can even see sometimes in first person with this guy's perspective um that like the plane is rattling a little bit like his aim is he can't quite hit this plane at certain points because this thing it, it's not a very well built plane it, one of the characters does talk about how they're like some of the best planes ever built well not those ones because your aim's like a little bit off and stuff I, I get the i get the strengths of that type of plane but it's got some issues definitely definitely as well it's got some it's got some design flaws um but you could also you could see that with the camera effect how it was it wasn't like camera shake but it was rattling a little bit and I, that was quite an immersive sort of effect the other thing i liked from the audio standpoint with that was uh you could hear the plane rattling a little bit but even when the character is giving dialogue i could still it like the rattling of that wasn't drowning out the dialogue i thought that was really really well done so i really that was that was one of, one of my favorite aspects of the film was uh seeing this guy in the there's two there's a few different pilots you get to see actually and uh just seeing their kind of perspective of of things um and even just seeing them kind of fly around whether it was directly first person or the camera kind of on the side i uh, i really really enjoyed that um i like the start of the film as well these guys kind of running around and stuff and trying to get away from these uh particular troops that built some very early tension and one thing 
that's really interesting about this film as well. I mean, there's a lot of different things, but one of the other things is this film really goes to prove that even in quieter war moments you never really know when you're completely safe because there will be quiet moments where characters will be like reflecting or they'll be just like walking around or or doing something and uh, they'll get attacked suddenly but like you know this is war and your enemy's always looking for you um and i did like the i like the sense of stakes there as well and and the stakes paid off because you know characters do die in this film I'm not going to say who, but characters do die. Again, it's a war film, so that's going to happen. Uh, but I really, I really liked seeing because it's sort of this story in a way of um, you know, that there's these Spitfire planes. They're bearing down on these soldiers, and although there's a numbers game, which is you know you've got however many soldiers against these couple of Spitfire planes, it's this idea of this enemy bearing down on you and sure you've got a lot of men that you can do a few things but that 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 sense of dread i really really felt in this film and uh, there's certain moments where like certain boats are tipping over and, and things like that um and it, it's interesting the way some of that stuff is filmed as well not from like a visual quality standpoint but just like the angles th- things were filmed at because sometimes you'd get a visual inside one of the ships and you'd you'd be able to tell the ship is tipping back and forth because again an enemy shot some holes through that ship and it's starting to sink and then you kind of get visuals from outside of the ship and you can see from the outside it's slowly tipping and you think oh shit you know what what are the, what are these men what are these men gonna do and uh, I really enjoyed that aspect of the film as well so hi there and thanks very much for listening today I'm here to tell you about our two different affiliate links the first of which is our Amazon affiliate link. That's where you can shop on Amazon. We can get a small cut of what you spend, but it won't cost you anything extra. So whether you're getting a gift for somebody else or treating yourself or maybe both, depending on the occasion, we can get a small cut of what you spend, but it won't cost you extra. You can find the link to our Amazon affiliate link in your show notes. The second affiliate link for today is our Kualu affiliate link. If you want to get started with a website and a domain name of your choice, you can simply sign up with Kualu using the link in the show notes. They also have a live chat support system that's in the bottom right hand corner as well. So if you need help with getting set up, Kualu will be able to help you with that as well. The links for both of these can be found in your show notes for Kualu and the Amazon affiliate link. If you would like to get the ad-free versions of Entertainment Talks podcast and support us along the way, you can simply sign up over on our Patreon page. You can sign up either as a creator or as a patron. There's no difference there for the time being. And you can get your ad-free podcasts over there. It's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also support Entertainment Talk on Patreon at the $3 level tier. This gets you a chance to request a review from us of your favourite TV show or film. But it's one per month. So one TV show or film review per month. It's up to you which one you want to choose. We will watch a few episodes of the TV show that you choose. Or of course if it's a film we'll just watch that film And we will review that for you on that month. And then when it gets to the next month, you can request a new TV show or a film review of your choice. That's $3 level tier. That does also, of course, include your ad-free podcasts for the month as well. Thank you very much for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. 
But uh, yeah, overall, I think this film's fantastic. Um, don't need a sequel because it's kind of finished and, and that sort of thing. Um, but yeah, I'd love to see Christopher Nolan attempt attempt war again. That would be I, I don't know. I I felt like this is um, yeah. In terms again, in terms of Christopher Nolan's films, I just want him to stick to doing grounded kind of things. Whether or not you know, if he goes to do another sci-fi film in the future. And uh, he has somebody with him who's a little bit more into the whole sci-fi stuff. Like imagine if um, there's somebody I can think of. Someone like a Damon Lindelof who, although he's got the more kind of like strange ideas with you know with things like Watchmen and all that. Uh, someone like, if, if Christopher Nolan does want to do another like sci-fi heavy, not so grounded kind of film... Um, have somebody else with him who kind of can help him in that department, and then he can work on on everything else. Because having seen yeah, Dark you know, Dark Knight trilogy and uh, Dunkirk, he's just he's just better when. Again, this isn't putting him down as a director, and this isn't putting the films down. When when there's just a simpler story to be told, um, with like a comic book superhero film or a simple kind of like war tactic tactical kind of war film, I just feel like he does a much better job, and. Uh, yeah, so that's 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 kind of my thoughts on and that sort of thing. I don't know what he's working on like next, um, but uh, yeah, I, I very much enjoyed this film. So uh, that's most of, of what I got to talk about. Um, I, again, I really enjoyed the the uh, the uh, stakes side of things. I think there's a lot of stakes in here. There's there is some quieter moments definitely, and there is you know, one of the interesting things about this is there's a lot of um, sorry, there's very minimal kind of dialogue in this and. It's one of them films where, okay, sure, characters, some of these soldiers could stop and, like, talk about the dire situation that they're kind of in. Um, but you can, you, you get that, you get that told with the, the feelings with these characters. You can see how scared these, these men are. You can see that they know they, they could die at any moment, especially when some of these spit, when, when some of these planes start dropping like bombs on some of these guys and everything and you can just see so so you don't necessarily need the conversations in there whether or not if you include that that would elevate the film i don't really know but most of it is just standard sort of okay we need to survive and uh let's just let's just try and get through this kind of thing so uh, i i i kind of enjoyed that aspect of the film but uh there's music playing lightly throughout most of this film which i feel adds to the tension as well um it's just a very tension heavy stakes heavy sort of film and i really enjoyed it for that so that's my uh spoiler free thoughts really on uh on dunkirk uh speaking of pacing but as uh yeah something else i wanted to touch upon pacing uh this is an hour 47 minutes i thought for some reason i thought at some point a few a few years ago i saw this film listed for two hours 20 minutes i don't know why i where or why i saw that but um obviously that wasn't the case um but uh, it's it's told well in terms of its pacing. It it doesn't overstay its welcome. It does less with uh, more with less. Sorry, which is d- doing um doing more things with less time, less screen time. Which is I I always appreciate that kind of effort. In terms of structure as well, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. I did understand a bit more that you are gonna have to be cutting relatively frequently between characters because at some points there is just a lot going on and the film manages to kind of get itself through that which i thought was quite good so yeah i had a good time with dunkirk really enjoyed it i'd give it a must-see um recommendation review Uh, if you're in the uk you can rent it for two pounds on amazon prime and uh i'm pretty sure this is yes a warner brothers film isn't it so 
probably is on HBO Max, I would imagine, because that's the app that's associated with Warner Brothers, is HBO Max, so if you're in the US, go and look for it on HBO Max, it might be on there, it might not, but uh, if you're in the UK, go and look on Amazon Prime, it might be on Amazon Prime in the US, I don't know, but uh, it's a Warner Brothers film, so... Yeah, go and uh, go and have a look for it. I recommend it, and uh, just uh, just try and uh, yeah, immerse yourself, settle yourself in for the detention-filled world that is uh, the film that is Dunkirk. So, very much enjoyed it. Uh, if you have seen it, uh, let me know what you think. What did you think of some of the tension-filled moments? I sort of uh, hinted towards, and uh, what do you think in terms of Christopher Nolan as a director? Do you agree with me about the whole sci-fi angle, and he should? try to perhaps stick to more grounded films or do you think somebody could help him more with the sci-fi heavy sort of story let me know what you think matthew and entertainment talk.org twitter etalk uk there's contact page and information in your show notes uh forgot to mention as well at the start this is also part of the uh, fifth anniversary of entertainment talk i'm trying to get a few podcasts done um so yeah look out for all those being released today i'm going to release them sort of every hour through the night and then uh if you're either staying up late or you're in america or whatever uh they'll be available to tuesday morning anyway so uh have a look out for all the other episodes that will be getting posted today so uh there's there'll be some of those um if you like what you've heard today and you want to listen to more of our episodes uh, entertainmenttalk.org uh for tv video games films and manchester United podcasts so check out all that um if you like what you've heard and you want to support it in terms of uh, what else you can do for Entertainment Talk, uh, you can obviously keep listening to the episodes. That would be great. But you can also go to our Patreon page, check out the $1, $3 level tiers for ad-free podcast and review options. Um, so check that out. Uh, if you don't want to do that, that's fine. You can also use word of mouth and social media, Facebook, Twitter, different Facebook groups. Uh, please consider using those as well. Uh, if you want your up-to-date, reliable television and film news, David's got you covered. Geek Town to Credit UK and Geek Town Radio. So check all that out. Geek Town Radio episodes come out on Tuesday. So there'll be a new episode released some point later today when you listen to this next week. I'm recording this the previous week. So check out Geek Town Radio anyway. Geek Town to Credit UK. Geek Town Radio. Beck streams daily pretty much over on Twitch. You can check out her fun, interesting streams. On there, Trista Bites, Trista B-Y-T-E-S. You can also follow me on Twitch as well, UK for all of that. So uh, please check those out as well. Thanks for listening, and I'll uh, see you next time. Goodbye.